The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. And you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you this so that you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think he is offering worship to God. They will do this because they have not known either the Father or me. I have told you this so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you. The Gospel of the Lord. Have you ever sailed on a ship or been on a boat? Maybe you will this summer. If you have sailed and stood at the stern, the back of the boat, you no doubt saw how all ships make a wake. Some ships make such a wide wake, though, that they change the course of history. For instance, when Julius Caesar crossed the Rubicon River in 49 BC at the head of his Roman army, the wake he made inaugurated the era of the Roman Empire. When Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492, he made a wake that led to the exploration of a new continent and the establishment of a new nation. When General George Washington crossed the Delaware River in 1776, the wake he made changed the Revolutionary War. All ships can make a wake, but some ships' wakes are so wide that they chart a new course for history and humanity. In the first reading from Acts chapter 16, we hear how St. Paul sets sail and would make a wake that changed human history even more than Caesar and Columbus and Washington combined. We read, We set sail from Troas, making a straight run from Samothrace, and the next day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, a leading city in that district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. If you study Acts of the Apostles, you will recall this is part of St. Paul's second missionary journey, where he crosses over the Aegean Sea from Turkey into Europe. St. Paul's setting foot in Europe as the first Christian missionary would prompt this proclamation from Hilaire Belloc, the great church historian, who said, the faith is Europe, and Europe is the faith. In other words, one of the ripples 
from the wake of the ship of St. Paul is our belief in the Roman Catholic Church. That is how wide the wake was on that great sea crossing. Another writer, A.N. Wilson from Oxford, elaborated eloquently on Belloc's bold statement, asking what Europe might be like without that sea crossing in Acts 16. He asked, Europe without Benedict, Europe without Dante, Europe without the cathedrals, Europe without the medieval universities. He went on, no Ambrose, no Augustine, no Aquinas, no Marsilius, no Dun Scotus, no Bach, no Michelangelo, no Shakespeare. Wilson concluded by adding, we, whether Christian or not, inevitably think of Paul's arrival in Europe as the harbinger of a new dawn, when the first seeds of the Christian civilization are sown in pagan soil. In other words, Paul's ship made such a wide wake, as wide as the whole world. Incidentally, St. Paul would take a third missionary journey in Acts 18 through 21, where he would make yet a wider wake. By the way, have you ever seen people on a lake who like to splash people with the wake that they make? Sometimes they spin their ship in a tight circle so that the people on the dock or the shoreline get splashed. Well, St. Paul made a very wide wake and splashed the whole world with the water of baptism. I bet he was loving it and laughing all the way like some people on lakes, like Leo Anhalt on Beaver Lake, or Bill Burglar on Lake Tenkiller, splashing people with the wake they make. Why? Because some people, like Caesar and Columbus and Washington and Paul, know the kind of wake they make. My friends, what kind of wake do you make with the little sailing vessel of the ship of your life? The first people the ripples of our wakes touch are our own family members, our interactions with our spouse, our siblings, our parents. Either splash people with grace or they drown them in our sorrows. What kind of wake do we make at work? Our actions and our aspirations, our words and our work ethic, our joy and our joking, all make a wake that either blesses or burdens our co-workers. And surprisingly, the biggest waves we make and the most sensational splash is when we go to our room close the door, and pray to God in private, as Jesus urges us to do in Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. Why? Our Lord continues, and your Father, who sees in secret, will bless you. How so? 
Well, he will guarantee that the wake you make is as wide as the world. Praise to be Jesus Christ.